Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. So how about this question for our Toddcast tonight? Are you insecure about anything? Think about it. Are you insecure about anything? Now, instead of going around and having you share your insecurities, I'm going to give you a general insecurity quiz, okay? And I, I simply want to, I want you to help me overcome these insecurities, okay? And so these aren't your insecurities. They aren't my insecurities necessarily. They are the general person's insecurities, okay? And you help me understand. I've, I just have a few of these. What we would do if you had this insecurity. Number one, if you were insecure about not having hair, being bald, what do you think you would do? Let's get some, get a wig. That's what my children said, get a wig. Get over it. There you go. Tough love. Eat the right vitamins. What are some answers? That? Wear a hat? That's a good answer. I actually do that. Okay, let's go to another one. What if you're insecure about being short? What do you do there? What? Platform shoes. Big afro. Yeah, assuming you have hair. What's that? Stand tall. Just stand up. Yeah. That's right. I, I said this. You drive a big truck. Come on. Yeah, right? You ever see that happen? A guy with a huge truck, he gets out, he's like four foot eight. How about this one? What if you're insecure about your bad singing voice? Don't sing. Don't sing. Yeah, don't sing. Millie Vanilli. Just sing in the shower. Um, I, always, I always ask the tech team to make sure, doubly sure, that my microphone is muted because I'm a little insecure. Uh, how about this one? What if you're insecure about your appearance? and you don't think you're very pretty, what do you do then? What if you think you're ugly? What's that? Get over it. A lot of that tonight. Just get over it. Ron, that makes a lot of logical sense. Find the ugliest person you know and spend all your time with them. Suddenly you're gorgeous. I said this. I said if you're, if you're insecure about being ugly, become a comedian. I mean, you guys ever seen Mr. Bean? I mean, not attractive, but hilarious. The Three Stooges, same thing. So become a comedian or become rich. How about this one? What if you're insecure about not being rich, not having a lot, being poor? What would you say to that? Luke 6.38. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of tough love at this table right here. I like it. Insecurity about being poor, not having a lot. What do you think? That's a tough one. Rob a bank. That's my mother. That's my mother. What was the answer? Rob a bank. Rob a bank. We're not. I have to edit that off the recording now. I, I said this. Just buy a bunch of cheap knockoff brands, right? People don't know if it's Coach brand or Cooch. Help you guys get the point, okay? There's a lot of insecurities. We all have insecurities. My kids, they find different ways of being insecure. They love to test the boundaries of physics. My kids do. They believe that the laws of physics are lying to them or maybe don't apply to them. So they believe that if they lean and rock back on a four-legged chair onto two legs, that they won't fall because physics is silly. It's not going to work. They also believe that running across a floor full of toys will not result in them tripping and falling. I don't know why, because it happens all the time. They believe that the hot cheese on the pizza won't burn their mouth because their mouths are made out of steel. And this puts Janine and I, my wife and I, in a tricky position. We have a dilemma. 
Do we let them learn the hard way and injure themselves? Or do we spare them injury and catch them when they fall, chide them when they do something dangerous, and remove dangerous objects from their paths? And the answer is both, exactly. We do some of each. Our kids, unfortunately, have to learn from making painful mistakes, but we're going to do our absolute best to spare them from making the tragic mistakes, correct? And why do we do this? Because we love them. We want our kids to learn and mature as people, but we also want them to stay alive. And that can be a tricky task when you have eight young kids. Aren't you glad that when you become an adult, you don't make those kind of mistakes anymore? <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> as soon as you become 18, yeah, right. you don't make those kind of mistakes anymore. Is that true, adults? No. no. You make bigger ones. You make bigger ones. Have you ever texted while driving? Don't raise your hand. Ever texted while you're driving? Ever said, I don't need to wait four more seconds for that Mack truck to pass? He's not going to hit me. I'm pulling out. Ever removed a light bulb from a lamp without unplugging the lamp? Ever left your car on while pumping your gas? Mom. Have you ever not, <laughs> have you ever not turned a light on in a dark room because you were sure you didn't need it? Did you ever, and I mean ever, eat something you knew you shouldn't eat? Rolling the dice that you would be fine and you wouldn't suffer, and then you did suffer. Well, if so, that means we're not that different than children. And that means we put our Heavenly Father in a tricky position. He has a dilemma. Does he let us mess up and learn from our mistakes, possibly endangering our well-being? Or does he stop us before we do something tragic? And the answer is both. That's great. And that's just speaking about physical harm. Spiritual harm is on a whole other level, isn't it? Now, again, don't answer out loud. Just think to yourself, have you ever gone weeks without attending church? Ever neglected your Bible for longer than you want to admit? Have you ever played around with a sin that previously hurt you and others the last time you did it? Did you ever say something that hurt somebody simply because you were hurting and you wanted some company? Have you ever committed a sin with premeditation, knowing full well that what you were about to do was evil? Now, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands on those, but the answer is yes, all of us have at some point done some of these things. And what's so interesting is that many of us are also battling insecurities in our lives. I believe everyone has at least one insecurity. The term insecurity is defined as, number one, uncertainty and anxiety about oneself or a lack of confidence. It can also be described as the state of being open to danger or threat, the lack of protection. That's what insecurity means. Whether we admit it or not, we all have insecurities. Some may be more regular than others. But we all battle anxiety and uncertainty at times about ourselves. And we all, at times, face threats for our well-being. Now, some of these insecurities come from living in a sin-stained world. And some of these insecurities come from opening ourselves up to danger by making dumb decisions, if we're being honest. It's possible that, our, that people in our culture have more insecurities than ever before. I mean, if you're looking around, that's what I see. I see people with more insecurities than possibly I did with growing up. And what's ironic to me is we have more access to knowledge. We have more things that can increase our strength. We have more things that help us to be healthy individuals. And yet, we feel anxiety and danger almost every day of our lives. So what's going on? Are we secure or are we insecure? See, our enemy, he is referred to at, from Jesus as the father of lies. He wants everything in our world to appear the opposite of what it really is, the devil. 
He wants safety to look like danger and danger to look like safety. He wants love to look like hate and hatred to look like love. He wants slavery to look like freedom and freedom to look like slavery. He wants sin to look benign and holiness to look malignant. He wants error to look like truth and truth to look like error. He wants the secure to feel insecure and he wants the insecure to feel invincible. And then thankfully we have our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Thankfully their desire for us is safety and security, the real version in all areas. I want to read Psalm 91 to you. Psalm 91 is a beautiful psalm speaking about this topic. And the psalmist says this in verse 1. He says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly, from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague shall come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him, because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord desires all of us to be in secure. Do you notice the play on words? He wants us within his strong arms and safe love forever. That's the desire of our Lord. But we return to this dilemma that our father has, which all good parents understand. Should the Lord do everything for us? Should he make all our decisions for us? Should he never let us learn on our own? Perhaps he can let us bump our knees spiritually speaking, but keep us from the real dangers? And the answer to that question is, and I'm not sure entirely, I'm not sure entirely where that line is for God between letting us fall on our face and letting us and protecting us from danger. But I do know two things. Psalm 91 is true. And I know that God loves me more than I love my own children. And I love my whole children, my children a whole bunch. I really do. I would never let my child truly endanger themselves if I knew I could stop them. And this actually happens regularly in our home. I believe my wife and I have stopped at least a thousand, maybe, accidents that could have been truly harmful to our children's well-being because we love them and we want them to be safe. But no, we can't stop all bad things from coming to our children, and we don't want to. In order for our kids to grow, mature, and become strong, they have to learn on their own where safety is and where danger is and how to stay safe. Now, I'm tempted right now to pause this podcast and have a discussion with my church about the dangers of the internet. YouTube, reading articles, reading books from untrusted, ungodly sources, because they're dangerous. I want to have that discussion someday, and I actually might someday, because I want my church to stay safe. But for tonight, I simply want to remind you that there's no safety apart from the Lord. 
There's no security except the one who is near Jesus. Everything outside Jesus is deadly and dangerous. Do we realize that? Everything outside of Jesus is deadly and dangerous. And this means we have to stay disciplined. Church is a gift from God. The scriptures are a gift from God. Prayer is a gift from God. Any strain from our Lord could have potentially deadly consequences in our lives. Yes, the Lord does protect us in spite of poor decisions. I've seen him do it many times in my life. But he shouldn't have to all the time. When my kids are 18 years old, my protective qualities as their father will begin to be removed little by little because they have to grow up and live independently of their parents. It's not good for a 30-year-old to have to be reminded by their father to stop playing with fire because it could burn them. That's a weird thing. And I believe security is a sliding scale. The more we let messages into our brain that come from the world, the more insecure we're going to be. Because the world lies under the power of who? The devil. And us being insecure is going to result in his control over our lives. And that's what he wants. Control. And he's going to use insecurity to get there. But the more we let messages into our brain that come from God and his word, the more secure we become. Because God's truth sets us free and makes us strong. Not able to be controlled by evil and darkness anymore. And the Lord is the one who wrote Psalm 91. So we could learn how to stay safe. Notice the language again. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He who dwells within the shelter. Not the shelters of this world. We must learn to dwell in the shelter and the safety of our Lord Jesus every single day without break. In a land full of insecurity like we are, Jesus is secure. He's never in real danger because he's strong, he's safe, he's secure. And he wants truth, he wants love, he wants eternal safety for his children. So we must learn that he alone is security, he alone is safety. Jesus desires us from going from insecure to being insecure. Lord Jesus, please draw your people near to you tonight, this week and for the rest of our lives, because when we're secure, we're invincible. And when we're safe and secure in the arms of Jesus, we can do almost anything the Lord asks of us because we're secure. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.